Hello, everyone. My name is Sky Menhart, and you are listening to Manic State of Mind, a podcast where I discuss my journey with bipolar disorder, mental health tips, and more. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. So today I wanted to talk about something that I have been dealing with quite regularly for quite some time, and that is irritability. Now, I think a lot of us go through irritability regardless of whether we have an, a mental illness or emotional problems or whatever we go through. A lot of us deal with irritability. And this can be a symptom of a bigger problem. In some cases, it can just mean you didn't get enough sleep last night, or it can mean that somebody is really getting on your nerves and you are past the point of no return. Now, for me, I know that there are a lot of causes of irritability, and especially within my life. You know, I get annoyed easily. I'm a highly irritable person, I'm not going to lie. But um, sometimes irritability can be linked back to our mood disorders, to our anxiety, to different things like that. So that's kind of what I wanted to discuss today. So when I'm experiencing irritability, I can usually figure out what is going on and why I'm experiencing it. And normally for me, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's because I didn't get enough sleep or I'm hungry or I'm, you know, on my period, different things. Other times it's because... I'm having a mood episode, and that's just what it is. I've noticed that some days when I'm at work, I will just be angry for about two hours for no reason. And I realize this must just be because I have bipolar disorder and I'm having a little mood swing. Um, There are a lot of reasons that we can be irritable, that we can be irritated, that we can be upset with someone or something. But for me, sometimes it's just because my mood is out of whack and I just don't feel good. So, there, you know, a lot of annoying things can happen throughout the day that get on our nerves. But whenever I experience this type of irritability, it's just there is no reason for it and I just have to ride it out. I just have to accept it and keep going with my day and not pay much attention to it because I know my mood's going to change in a few hours and it'll get better. Um, so the way I manage my irritability is number one, by recognizing it, trying to pinpoint the source of my irritability and then just coping with it as I go. Um, one of the ways that's really been effective for me is just kind of accepting what's going on. And this is called radical acceptance. Radical acceptance is when you accept the things you can't change and you just sit there in this moment and you just accept what's happening. This can be applied to a lot of areas in life, you know, you can use radical acceptance in your personal life, with your personal growth, within a a breakup or a relationship ending. There are a lot of ways and uses for radical acceptance. But for me, the number one coping skill I use when I'm dealing with my irritability is radical acceptance. Because sometimes, no matter what I do, I'm just going to be irritated and there's nothing I can do to change that. I'm just in a negative mood for some reason and I have to write it out. And I'm sure many of you who are listening who don't struggle with bipolar disorder, you can even relate to this because some days you're just pissed off for no reason and it just happens. Everybody has those days. So another coping skill I like to use whenever I'm dealing with an irritable day, whenever I'm feeling angry and annoyed... I try 
to think ahead. And when I say this, I mean I think about the consequences of my actions. And and I try not to act on my irritability. Because if I were to act on every single annoying thing that somebody did and every single thing that got on my nerves, if I were to react to that and to be angry and rude and have an attitude about it, nobody would want to be my friend. Nobody would want to speak to me. Nobody would want to work with me. So the thing I do whenever I'm trying to manage this un unbending anger is I try to think okay this person has no idea what I'm what's going through my head you know when I'm dealing with other people and I'm feeling irritable I think this person has no idea what I'm going through right now to them I'm just angry for no reason and that's not their fault they can't control my mood so I don't need to react to them in a negative way because of how I feel This can be really hard to do, especially when it's a high-intensity, stressful situation and you've got a lot of things going on and you're trying to compartmentalize everything while at the same time maintaining a calm, cool, and collected composure. It can be a little difficult to manage your irritability in those high-stress, stressful situations. But I think it's really important. I think it can really help the flow keep going it can really help you understand yourself and just know when is enough another really important thing i've learned about irritability and about my irritability is that i need to know how to set boundaries with myself and with others one thing for me that has been really vital in my life is getting enough sleep And I know if you have a mental illness or if you deal with anxiety, you can understand how sleep is very important. Especially for me with bipolar disorder, sleep kind of dictates my mood. So I've learned that I need to be in bed by 8.30 or 9. I need to be in bed preparing to fall asleep. Otherwise, if I stay up later than that, it's harder for me to sleep. I have anxiety and I just don't feel good the next day. So learning to manage these the symptoms before they become a problem is a really important thing and setting boundaries within yourself. Like for me, I know that drinking too much caffeine is going to give me anxiety. So I limit my coffee intake every day. I only drink one cup rather than having two or three as I might like to. Another way to manage irritability is by... Obviously, like I said before, pinpointing the stressors and pinpointing what is making you irritable, what is making you anxious, how can you stop that from happening, and what can you do to stop it from happening? Because sometimes people that we work with, people that we deal with, they're going to get on our nerves no matter which way you slice the cucumber, and that can be a very a very big challenge, especially when you're working with someone, when you have to see them every day and they get on your nerves, you need to have these coping skills in place so that you know how to deal with them. One of the things I try to do whenever I'm dealing with a frustrating person is I try to look at life through their eyes. I try to understand why they are the way they are and I try to empathize with them on some level if I can And I try to allow myself to feel their feelings for a minute and understand that maybe they're having a bad day too. Maybe their personality sucks because of the way they were raised or something that happened to them in childhood that they can't control. And maybe they're just this way because that's who they are. And I can't change that. So I need to accept them for who they are, accept that they get on my nerves and not be a dick to them, if that makes sense. 
So that's really, it's really hard to deal with annoying people who get on your nerves. But I think it's really important to learn how to deal with them because that's just effective communication. That's just being an adult. These are all things that everyone should know. So another thing I've learned about irritability, going back to the boundaries thing, is setting boundaries with other people. I think that's a really important thing that everybody should know. And I want to do a full episode on boundaries because I have had such a hard time learning boundaries as a young adult, as a teenager, you know, as I'm in my 20s right now. And it's just something that is so important. I find If I know my boundaries, I know when people are crossing them and I know how to express, hey, you're crossing my boundaries right now. Please don't do that. Thank you. This is very important and it can be really hard for some people, especially a person like me. I have a hard time saying no. You know, if if somebody wants me to stay out really late with them and go party, it's hard for me to say no because that sounds fun, but I know that it'll cause me not to be able to sleep and then I'll feel horrible the next day. So I really have to think, you know, how can I do my future self a favor right now? And saying no is a big part of that whole situation. Saying no is something that does not come easily to all of us. I am the kind of person I'm easily tempted by a lot of things and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want somebody to be upset with me or to feel like I don't want to hang out with them. So saying no and setting boundaries can be difficult, but I think it's very necessary, especially when you're having an irritable day. If you've already set those boundaries with someone and said, hey, when you do this, that crosses the line, don't do that, they're not going to do it. They're going to respect your boundaries And then when you're having an irritable day, they're not going to be doing the things that are getting on your nerves. So it's really important to have clear boundaries and a clear idea of what you want and what you don't want and knowing how to communicate that effectively to someone. Now, like I said, I could do a whole episode just about boundaries and I'm thinking I want to now because it it is such an extensive topic and you can talk about so many different things. But that's kind of what I wanted to bring up today, especially with in regards to irritability, because if you know what makes you mad and you can stop it from happening beforehand, then it's not going to make you mad when it's happening. You know, it won't happen again. It won't make you mad again, if that makes sense. So uh, there's um, a few examples from my life that I wanted to share with you today. One of them that I mentioned before, whenever I am at work and for no reason i suddenly am hit with irrational anger and i say irrational not because of my actions are irrational but because it makes no sense that i'm angry at this time but i am and what i've learned you know how to cope with that is i just have to ride it through i just have to ride it through and just trust okay in 2 hours i'm going to feel better And that can work with irritability as well. I kind of think anger anger for me and irritability go hand in hand because usually after I've been irritated enough by someone, I will begin to get angry at them and then it's just kind of a spiral downward. So I think if you can figure out, you know, what is, not even if you can figure out what is making you irritable because sometimes there's no explanation. If you can just trust that you're going to feel better eventually, then you can help yourself just get through that moment and get through that time of irritability. That's one thing that I've learned a lot is that feelings are not facts. 
feelings are not facts. This is a lesson that I am currently learning and understanding for myself. I am a very emotionally driven person. It's just who I am. I think it is enhanced by the fact that I have bipolar disorder, but I think it's just who I am. So I get caught up in the feeling of everything. I base my whole life around how I want to feel. And so whenever I'm feeling angry and irritable, it can be hard to, you know, take that away from the facts of the situation, the logic of the situation, that logically I have no reason to be angry. This is just a mood swing. And that's that. But for me, it's like, oh, I'm so angry. And now I'm going to think of all this revenge. I want to take on all these people who've angered me and I'm irritable and I'm angry. Don't talk to me. And it can just become so much bigger than it really is. Because if, if you're able to just take a step back and say, hey, this feeling, number one, it's not going to last forever. Number two, it's not necessarily true to who I am or true to the situation at hand. That can be a very hard thing to to discover, and I think you just have to really work with yourself to get that. That's what I've been going through lately, especially like the feelings are not facts thing. I just have such a hard time understanding that concept because to me, my whole life is feelings. That's all I understand and all I know. So I'm, I'm slowly learning that, you know, it doesn't, just because I feel something doesn't mean it's true. And that can be a really hard thing to understand. So another thing I noticed is that feelings don't last forever. As I said a minute ago, feelings don't last forever. And just because you feel irritated today doesn't mean your whole life is going to be one horrible, irritable day. And that's one thing that I've had a hard time with, but it has helped me so much to just know that when I have bipolar disorder, when I'm struggling with my moods, that just because I feel in the depths of despair for a few hours one day, it doesn't mean my whole life, my whole week, my whole year is going to be defined by this moment. So that's what I've really learned with the whole irritability thing. You know, feelings aren't forever. Just because you're irritable now doesn't mean you'll be irritable in even two hours from now. And that can be really encouraging when you're dealing with high intensity irritable situations (laughs) or people. Um, So those are kind of some things that I've noticed about irritability that I've noticed about myself. And I just wanted to share them with you guys because I think it's really important, especially now we're going through this crazy time on earth. I mean, what a time to be alive on this planet right now. There's so much going on everywhere all the time. And we're just constantly being fed so much negativity through the media. And I mean, in general, there is so much negativity, so much stress happening right now on the planet that it can really affect you. I didn't realize it until, you know, last Saturday, I didn't really realize how much all of this planet stress was affecting me. I I, I hadn't really thought about the pandemic much. I hadn't thought about this election coming up in the United States. I hadn't really processed much of it. But last Saturday, I just sat down and I started processing all the stuff that's going on. And I realized, you know, I felt like, oh my gosh, the world is ending. Everything's out of control. This is awful. Oh no. And I cried and I cried and I wrote in my journal (laughs) and I was just trying to cope with these enormous feelings that I was feeling. And I was worried that I'd feel that hopeless and that in despair forever. But about an hour later, I was fine. 
And so that's just another example of how feelings don't last forever. And that can also be applied to our current situation on earth. This chaos and mayhem cannot last forever. It is insane. It is hard right now. And people who deal with mental illnesses are having such a hard time right now because not only are we dealing with this planetary stress, the pandemic, Donald Trump, everything that's going on, we're also dealing with anxiety, depression, all these different illnesses and ailments that we deal with on a daily basis are now amplified because of what's going on with our world. And so I encourage you guys to really take a break from reading the news and, you know, seeing all this negativity. I think it's important to stay informed, but I think we also need to allow ourselves the space to process what's going on and to feel our feelings and to accept the current situation. It can be really difficult to do this, especially now, but I just encourage you take some time, sit with yourself, figure things out for you And then, you know, allow yourself to open back up and to get back online. You know what I'm saying? I just think it's really important to take care of ourselves at this time. Because there's so much stress, there's so much mayhem, there's so much chaos, we need to find a little positivity within ourselves so we can keep going and stay encouraged throughout this horrible time. So that's all I have for you guys today. I know it was a shorter podcast, but I promise you we will we will be having some great episodes coming up in the coming weeks. Please follow the podcast on Instagram at Manic State of Mind Podcast. And if you want to see more of my personal life, follow me at Sky the Gemini, all lowercase, all one word. And I will see you guys next week. Have a great day.